0: On hard facts, I don't just bring you the news, I bring you the newsmakers. Consul General of the U.S. Consul General in Lagos, giving her first ever interview in Nigeria. Claire Pierangelo. They come to me because they know Lagos is listening. I love the way you engage Nigeria, especially with these people who are to the Nigeria. They feel they are Nigerian. We talk to the newsmakers. The special assistant to the president on digital and new media, Tolu Ogunlesi. Frankemba has just walked into the studio. Yawande Sadiku. Yawande is the executive secretary of NIPC, the Nigerian. Investment Promotion Council, the Senior Special Assistant to President Mohamed Buhari on Public Affairs, Mr. Ajuri Ngelali. We talked to Captains of Industry. She's the founder and CEO of Tomato Joss, one of Nigeria's biggest agro industrial businesses. Her name is Mira Meta. He's been selected for Forbes 30 Under 30. His name is Inyolua Aboyeji. We talked to the experts. He's the Chief Economist at Business Day. He's a big friend of the show. Don't so He's the head of the Department of Molecular Biology and Biotechnology at the Nigerian Institute of Medical Research, NIMR. Dr. Bamidele Walofo. And we talk to you. I found Mr. Usman through hard facts. He's a listener. He sent us a WhatsApp message when we were talking about the scanners at the port. Give me your afternoon and I'll give you the answers. circumstances can the EFCC raid a hotel room we're talking about this because of stories we've been reporting in the last couple of weeks of of anti-corruption officers conducting operations in hotels and entering occupied rooms allegedly in search of fraudsters but at times they end up entering the rooms of completely innocent people which raises issues about privacy and due process Here is our big hard fact for today. The EFCC is empowered by law to investigate all financial crimes, including advance fee fraud, money laundering, counterfeiting, illegal charge transfers, futures market fraud, fraudulent encashment of negotiable instruments, computer credit card fraud and contract scams the law in question is if the efcc establishment is the uh uh, efcc establishment act that's the law in question it's the law that determines what crimes the efcc can and cannot investigate and prosecute and what they can and cannot do in the process so the question is are these raids in line with the efcc establishment act also what are the rights of a law-abiding citizen in the cause of an efcc investigation if they're a suspect or if their space needs to be raided now i have just the guest to talk about this he's the head of media and publicity for the efcc wilson Wajaren. thank you so much for joining us on hard facts hello wilson mr wilson can you hear me hello mr wilson All right. Looks like we don't have Mr. Wilson on the line anymore. We're going to try and get him back. But we also have on the line with us a lawyer. His name is Israel. Olawumi. He's back on the show for uh, the third or the fourth time now. Israel, how are you? Good to have you here.
1: Uh, Good good afternoon, Sandra. It's nice to be back on the
0: show. Yes, thank you so much for joining us again. Now, under what circumstances is the EFCC empowered to raid or enter a private home or a place of business, and what's the procedure that they are obligated to follow?
1: Yes, um, the EFCC is a law enforcement agency Mm -hmm. created under an act of parliament or established after under an act of uh, parliament and they are, um, the body is established to investigate economic and financial crimes, arrest and equally prosecute things. So the ESCC under statute is empowered to raid with the bid of, um, with the aim of searching where there is reasonable suspicion of uh, the commission of economic or financial crime, and also make arrests to that end, and even prosecute. Are you with
0: me? Yes, I'm with you, huh?
1: Yeah. However, the issue, the issue with how the EFCC or many law enforcement agencies go about their um, arrest is sometimes it infracts on the fundamental rights of um, the. Citizens that they, you know read and subsequently arrest, even as a convicted person, your fundamental rights are still intact. Not to talk of persons that are actually just mere suspects whose guilt has not been established. They have the right to you know dignity of human person, and even they should be communicated. They should be told in the language they understand hmm. the reason for their arrest you can't just take people and you know take them to where probably they can't even have access to their relatives without having to tell them this is the exact reason why we are arresting you and such is very very unlawful and unconstitutional like i said earlier it's it in on the rights the fundamental rights of these persons okay. and also there's also a very very negative trend Whereby they arrest people and without any court trial, they you know parage them. You know, as anyone who is arrested or 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 charged for any crime is presumed innocent. There is that presumption of innocence in the person's favour. Pending the time, a court of competent jurisdiction says yes, this person is guilty or otherwise. So that idea of having to parade them as, okay, this person was charged, so It is defeating that presumption of innocence in the person's favor. It is totally illegal. It is totally unconstitutional.
0: Israel, uh, we'll come back to that particular point. But we have now uh, Mr. Wilson Ouadjaren back on the line. Mr. Ouadjaren, thank you so much for joining us on Hard Facts.
2: Thank you very much. It's my pleasure.
0: Lagos, like I said, he's the head of media and publicity for the EFCC. Uh, Wilson, the commission just launched a whistleblower app called Eagle Eye. Who is this app intended for and how should they use it?
2: Well, the, the Eagle, app, Eagle Eye app is uh, meant for everybody. Okay. It's just for you to uh, report any economic or financial crime that you come across okay. to, to the commission, the beauty of it is that it eliminates uh, face-to-face interaction. So wherever you are and you have need to report a case to the ESC, just snap with your phone, mm. upload it using that app. Once you are able to install the app, you have an easy way of uh, reporting cases to the commission.
0: I see. So recently, we've been hearing about more raids on hotels by the commission. What precisely is the aim of these raids? Is this a new tactic?
2: There is no trend about raid on hotels. If you have a one-off, it can be a trend. The commission regularly embarks on operations targeting targeted at internet fraudsters across the country, and such exercises affect a number of. Uh, other neighborhoods or business uh, premises and private houses. Wherever those suspects are, we can go and take them. So the issue of raiding of hotels cannot be a trend.
0: You're saying it's not a trend, but there have been complaints from hotel guests that EFCC agents entered their rooms uninvited, even though it turned out that they were not the suspects in question. For example, we heard from uh, Björn Stevens, She's a Hollywood filmmaker. She said two of your officers entered her room while she was asleep, and it turned out, of course, that she wasn't even a suspect. So, which, which, may I ask you which hotel was she lodged? Well, she didn't mention, but it was right here in Lagos. And that
2: and that is what a media person should ask for. If you are making an allegation that you were, you were uh, lodged in a hotel and people came there and inconvenienced you, you should be able to tell people the hotel that you were lodging.
0: Okay, so you're saying that an incident like that never happened?
2: Which hotel now are we talking about?
0: So are you saying that that incident never happened?
2: that is what I'm asking you if you say somebody made that allegation you should be able to ask her which hotel are you talking about did your because agents who did, any hotel that he's talking about
0: did your agents raid any hotels the, uh, last week
2: we raided we carried out an operation that affected the hotel and after that operation the commission issued a statement and explained what happened in that operation I see now the comment the comment the person you mentioned
0: made
2: the mentioned the hotel I we talked about. Uh,
0: no, that's irrelevant. Um it, because no 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 here's why here's it's why not, it's irrelevant. No,
2: if you say your home was raided, you should mm. be able to give specific address of where the raid was executed. Yes, this is not the only agency fighting crime in this country. Oh. Any agency could have carried out this right. So we should know the hotel that she's talking about.
0: Okay. Here's why that question is irrelevant. Which hotel is it? Which hotel isn't it? What mechanisms does the commission have in place to avoid a situation where someone like that can come out and say, my room was invaded by EFCC officials?
2: First of all, the the terminology that you are using does not apply to the commission. Okay. We don't invade hotels or invade anybody's home. Okay. Okay. People talk about breaking all that. Which hotel have you seen in this country that anybody broke in? If I break, if the ELC, for instance, just give an example, breaks into a hotel, using that, your word break. Mm-hmm. In this era of social media, you mm-hmm. will see pictures of the damaged doors and everything. Mm-hmm. That signifies forceful
0: entry. Okay, so at you don't forcefully enter. Do you, a, a, at, a key, do, do you get a spare key, maybe? Do you get a spare key, maybe? Because I didn't what? say break. What Do you get a spare key,
2: maybe? The, the, the point I'm making is this. The commission has a mandate to fight economic and financial crime.
0: I understand that. And, and my part question part is that, the due I'm process problem, for problem, that.
2: And part of the mandate, there are crimes that we deal with and one of those crimes is internet fraud.
0: I understand if that. We have,
2: if we have intelligence mm-hmm. that perpetrators of do, those frauds are to anywhere the law allows us to go after them.
0: what specifically does the law allow you to do what's the procedure
2: we have our own standard operation procedure
0: can you share that with us you're you're talking to more than one million people can you share that with them
2: that is specific to us as an agency. you have intelligence you verify your intelligence if you need to make arrest, you make arrest in the course of your investigation. And there is no law that stops us from going to any premises to effect arrests if we have sufficient evidence that a suspect is domiciled in that premises.
0: Okay. Do you need a warrant uh, to enter a hotel or you don't need one?
2: And did, did anybody say that there was no warrant when we went for that exercise?
0: Was there a warrant when you went for that exercise?
2: Have you ever confronted any EFCC officer that does not have a warrant, a warrant to make arrest?
0: I'm asking you, you're no, the I'm head of that. media I'm and also, publicity, so you should about tell about us, yes, we have We had are, a warrant for that.
2: When you are your question, that is the way I'm responding
0: to you. It's a simple question, Mr. Will, Mr. Wilson. It's a simple question. Did you have a warrant for that particular raid?
2: There is no way that we do that we don't have a warrant to do that okay. every every officer of the commission has a, a warrant given to him hmm. you have the power under the law to effect an arrest in the course of investigation
0: okay all right let's step away from uh, from that and then let's um, you know um, talk about what uh, a citizen can do. If their if their rights are abused, right? When situations like say uh, that of building Steven that you're claiming did not happen because she did not name the hotel, when situations like that occur, how can a citizen go about re- reporting any abuse of their rights?
2: If your rights is abused as a citizen, you have the you have the right under the constitution hmm. to seek redress.
0: Okay, how do they do that?
2: If 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 an An operative of the commission allegedly
3: Hmm.
2: violates your right. You can make complaints to the commission. We have mechanisms for dealing with complaints.
0: Okay. So so just walk into the commission and make a complaint?
2: You may not have to walk in. Okay. There there are so many channels of communication. We have email address there. You can send an email and make your complaint. We are talking of an app. You can also make a complaint through
0: it. Okay, so you can either send an email or you can complain through the app. Okay, can you share the email with us, please?
2: Info,
0: info at efccnigeria.org Okay, info at Now, let's say that your officers believe that there are fraudsters or some other type of financial criminals at a particular hotel or location, whatever. Um... Uh, The the suspects that you're about to arrest, do they get to see the warrant? Do they get to cite the warrant before you arrest them?
2: You you want to make an arrest Mm -hmm. of cybercrime suspects, Mm -hmm. people who don't even want to see you. And before you get into their premises, they're all on the wrong. How do you show them your warrant?
0: I don't know how do you do that
2: that's what I'm, I'm asking you
0: I'm not an EFCC official I'm asking you
2: <laughs> so the, the circumstances will determine what you will do mm-hmm. you need to get somebody first to get to present your warrant to him if you don't have access to him how do you present the warrant
0: what about before a search do you present a warrant definitely before a search you do oh, before I see. we
2: search a property you present a warrant
0: I see. Okay. So, uh, for example, the guests at the hotel, if you, uh, let's say you don't break in, right? You knock on the door, they Uh, open it.
2: This conversation should not be about the hotel. We are not, our official is not hotel-based.
0: Well, the reason reason we're talking about the hotels.
2: It's not the hotel, it's not.
0: The the reason we're talking about the hotels is that we've seen multiple reports of raids in hotels. Okay, you haven't, but we have.
2: The extent that we have talked about is just one-off.
0: No it's that's that's friends. one person's report we've seen other reports as the well
2: that one so called social like made a comment should not make it a trend
0: but she's not the only one who's made that How comment many have you seen? I've seen several others there's no, been that's, some that's, public that's, there's that's, been that's okay. th- there's been some public debate th- about the liability of hotel owners if fraudsters or other financial criminals are caught in their establishment so you have people who are worried because as a hotel owner you definitely don't want uh, you don't know uh, most of your guests right or what they're doing in the rooms, right? So, can you clarify for Lagos, under what circumstances is a hotel or other establishment liable for criminal activities taking place there?
2: It is not about circumstance. If you have suspects of crime in any any building, in any premises, the law allows the commission to have access to them. And that also includes hotels. We have had cases in which suspects were arrested in banks. We have had cases in which suspects were arrested in in, in, in uh, drinking joints, in campuses, in entertainment sports and all that. It has not been an issue. So the point I'm making, dwelling essentially on hotel is like missing the point because what we have is just a world of it can be a trend.
0: Okay, that's fine. But the question is, is the hotel liable?
2: The operation was not about the hotel. We were after a suspects.
0: Okay, so the so the hotel is not liable then.
2: There is something we call use of premises. If you allow your premises to be used for crime, you can also be charged.
0: But if you don't know that they are committing a crime, um, will you be charged?
2: We don't carry out any arbitrary exercise. Before it makes a move, we work with intelligence. Yes, it is an intelligence-led organization.
0: Hmm. Okay. Lagos, you've been listening to the head of media and publicity for the EFCC, Wilson and Mr. Wajarin, thank you so much for your time on Hard Facts today.
3: It's my
0: pleasure. All right. Uh, Israel, you heard all the things that um, Mr. Wilson said. I'm curious uh, what you think as a lawyer. Yeah, um, to an
1: extent, I agree with some of the things he, say, he said, but to a large extent, I disagree totally so with what he said with a good, a, a remarkable uh, proportion of whatever I must have said. Okay. First and foremost, like, the last point they made mm. as to uh, not arresting uh, or the liability of hoteliers who allow, you know, these so-called suspects to use their premises. And it, there's a need to, you know, make Nigeria know what the law actually says about it. The um I think um yes yeah. section three of the advanced fraud and other fraud related offenses act says that a person who been an occupier or is concerned in management of a new premises causes or knowingly permit the premises to be used for any purpose which constitutes if for act mm-hmm. I can be Now that you know, brings us to uh, the point at hand. The question you ask is: do,
4: do
3: these
1: hoteliers, yeah, are they like, under duty to ask that? Yes, you are coming to lodge in our hotel. This what do you do for a living? Uh, what are you going to use this place? Okay, even that may be asked, but you know, they are just going about their daily business. Business of hospitality, mm. you know, what normal hotel uh, operations is about. So, and yes, T. Chama was quoted recently to say that even hoteliers will be, you know, liable for this. No, they will only be liable where they have prior knowledge or the foreknowledge that this person actually is coming here to, you know, perpetrate fraudulent activities on the internet. But when someone just goes to the hotel, to lodge into the hotel, and, you know, yes, he comes and um, uh, uh, arrest the person, and says, because the person was arrested in that premise, in that premises, the hotel uh, owner will be liable. it's a fat lie. it's very, very wrong. Crime is personal, crime is personal. You don't, there's no vicarious liability in crime. We don't share crime, you know? With another person, except you committed with that person. Now the nexus here, the nexus here is if the hotel owner knows, okay, there's knowledge of the fact that yes, this person actually is coming here to do uh, 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 to uh, commit uh, fraudulent act. And it says, okay, you can go on. But these are persons that this excuse can be made for them in the fact that how many hotels do you visit and they ask okay, what are you coming here to do? The presumption is that common these persons that come to you know lodge here and you know what have you. And there's also one thing that he says that I totally disagree with. Okay. What the law says is that arrest before investigation. Is unconstitutional. While you have not made your, you have not carried out your an investigation, hmm. and you arrest the person, you are breaching the person's right.
3: Okay.
1: It's unconstitutional. There is this a uh, court case Duraku and okay. which was decided in two thousand and five. Okay. The court expressly says arrest pending investigation is unconstitutional and illegal, and even contrary to what he said, uh, he, 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 he hit on that. Arrest without There are actually instances where you can arrest without And the the what is central to so the ESCC is where the you know suspect commits the crime in the presence of uh, the uh, the law enforcement uh, agent or officer. Yes, you can arrest the person with or without a uh, uh, warrant
0: okay. Uh, I would love to take calls but uh, Lagos, we're going to have to defer the calls till after we come back from a commercial break but we do have uh, messages on WhatsApp so let's take a look at at the messages we have, right? Olotta from Lagos Island says how the CFCC kept answering is a bit bluffy and justifying the manner of gaining access and refusing to clarify how they get access into people's rooms. Uh, Mackie Lagos says, good afternoon my powerful president, Sandra, the way you find a question dots at the EFCC representative is so okay. All the questions he wanted to dodge, you brought him back to square <laughs> Okay, thank you. A uh, day from Surulere says, uh, I'm really ashamed and embarrassed by... Uh, by uh, the defense from this EFCC spokesman on their illegal, unconstitutional actions in invading innocent people's rooms. What kind of defense was he coming up with trying to justify their illegal raids by asking questions of which hotel was raided? As an international lawyer of so many years of experience, he'll be a very terrible witness and I'll have a field day making a mincement out of him. No wonder what EFCC are doing... No wonder that EFCC aren't doing very well in terms of prosecutions and convictions. Very, very terrible, incompetent. Only God will help us in Nigeria because we are seriously plagued with the wrong... Uh, People in offices and positions at all levels. Ade, thank you so much for uh, your message. Lagos, we'll take a break. When we come back, Israel Olaoumi is still here. He's a lawyer. And he's uh, taking a look at some of the uh, answers from the EFCC head of media and publicity, Wilson Wajaran, who was here a few minutes ago. If you missed that interview, not to worry, you can listen again on our podcast on (laughs) NigeriaInfo.fm.
5: Listening to your number one station for talk. Your number one station for talk. Ninety nine point three
4: Nigeria Info. Let's talk.
0: It's five thirty one. I am Sandra Ezekwesili. You're listening to Hard Facts or ninety nine point three Nigeria Info. Under what circumstances can the EFCC raid a hotel? You heard my interview, uh, my conversation with the head of media and publicity for the EFCC. I'm talking about Wilson Awajarang. He was here a few minutes ago. If you missed it, you can catch up later on on our website, nigeriainfo.fm. But in the meantime, what did you think about his answers? We also have on the show with us today uh, a lawyer who's helping us make sense of some of the things that Wilson Awajarang Said. Uh, he's been on the show a number of times. He is Israel Olawumi, and he's still here and he'll still give us some of his thoughts on uh, Wilson's answers from earlier on. But Lagos, let's talk to you for a bit. 0700 993 993 993. 0700 993 993 993. Women, call us on 01465 7190. 01465 7190. We've got. Um Francis Oladimeji who says before they'll raid a hotel there should be a warrant of arrest hotel owners should stand up against this barbaric act uh, consider Milton says hmm just come to one hotel in my area around 12am you'll see all the fraud guys there doing business I'm 100% in support of what EFCC man said alright we've got Chine uh, Duonoha who says the response of the EFCC man to your questions were really annoying uh, no wonder they're not uh, getting things done peter is in yaba hi peter how are you
4: i'm fine good evening good evening welcome yes and good evening to my learned colleague mr israel good evening yeah so um madam sandra yes i just have to tell you without uh, any equivocation that the wager of a man that you brought today is the most disgusting okay. character let's, you've ever... Okay, let,
0: let's, let's be... No, no, no. You have to apologize for that language. Let's uh, let's not uh, use um, unflattering language. Apologize.
4: Uh, okay, all right, all right. I'm sorry for putting it that way. Uh-huh.
0: Thank you. But,
4: but you see how he was answering your questions with two, three questions. He never explained what we wanted to hear. Huh? And then, Efcc they raid hotels and they barging post rooms. These these are no no news. Everybody is aware of it, but he pretends never ever to have known it. Hmm? Today, ESCC, they are still using the methods employed in the days of uh, Frederick Lugard, when you enter somebody's uh, uh, premises, hmm. you should know the particular room or rooms that your uh, so-called suspect has living in. Okay. You go there and do the unnecessary arrest. Eh? Okay, the lady who complained that you know her uh, was backed into by officers. if nigeria were to be a civilized country she would have claimed millions from E S C. now instead of uh, this would instead of in thousand tensions he even accelerated it he made made as if he's quarreling with the whole nigerians for asking questions about uh, his agency It's so disgusting thank
0: you. Thank you very much, Peter, for calling. Uh, we appreciate it. We've got Alex on the line. Alex is in a Kedja. Hi, Alex. Hi, Sandra. Hi. How are you? I'm very well. Welcome. Yeah, I just want to point out first of all, let me let me commend you for the way you put your questions across to him and you kept putting your questions across to him. Thank you. You did a fantastic job in case your supervisor is listening. Okay. Right? (laughs) Thank you. Oh, yeah. Then the next thing, you see, there's this nasty arrogance with our public servants in general. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to single out this man, but our public servants don't understand that it's part of their job to make society function in an organized manner. There's this arrogant. You could see the way he was throwing back questions. Instead of answering and even promoting, he's he's, he's like the chief advertiser of his agency. Instead of even promoting his agency and, you know, trying to, you you could see the way he answered. It's just a thing with us. And I hope, I pray that we'll come out of this. And then those who are saying that I support him 100%. Now, let me tell you, Hmm. it may not be you today. He may not be you today. But our law enforcement agencies should learn to work within the law in a 21st century society. Thank you, Sandra. Thank Great you, Alex. There. Thank you. Thank you very much for calling. Azubike Azubi Azubike, thank you so much for joining the show today.
6: Oh, you thank you so much for joining the show today. Okay, welcome. Uh, I'm so much loyal to you this evening. i loyal to you too. Okay, coming to this uh, ESCC mandate we've got this evening. Hmm. I have what everything that you are asking him. No one that he can be able to defend. God, is am going store on you. That is why we have some of bad eggs in our society right now. If we cannot be able to fetch those bad eggs in our society, this country can always be a better place for it to stay. Look at what happened uh, during the LSA's. Which of those officers? They are stashed and committed an uh, atrocity by the citizens. None of them. And the one with the police and other security agencies, they don't follow the due process. They don't act out of their own uh, selfish interest what they can really get on the front line. Do you know that some officers, if they want to go and arrest somebody, and when that person bribes them on their way, they may not that person to go, they cannot take it back to the station or whatever, for them to regain their selfish interest. But I believe that one day, the nation will rise against nation, and the
5: justice must be preserved in our society.
0: Azubiki, thanks for calling. Timmy is in Timmy is a first time caller. Hi, Timmy.
5: Hi, Sandra, how are you doing?
0: I'm very well. Good to have you on the show.
5: Yeah, thank you very much. Um, I, I'm actually driving and listening to the publicity head for the ESCC It's quite appalling um, the way he has actually responded to um, a simple and a very core duty of his office to educate the public on what the ESCC is actually meant to be doing. Um, first, let me say that um, it's my first time calling on the show, and um, I want to really appreciate what you're doing. Thank you. Um, yes. So just to put it right, you see, um, when, when we are not objective in our duties, things like this are very much bound to happen. And it's very common with our um, law enforcement agencies. Okay. You need not to. It is and I think we need to really define what we call intelligence, because when you say that you are an intelligence agency in quotes, and you are not acting in any way intelligent, abiding by the law, it's it's really sad, and you should actually be um, you know pulled down that particular office if you're holding it because you do not absolutely do not deserve it because it actually shows no intelligence whatsoever. Uh, I'm trying to be very calm. Thank you. Um, because I've had experiences where people actually get um, um, unlawfully arrested. Mm. And you look through the process, there is no intelligence at all. I've had situations where a very close... Um, um, mentor of mine was called in for questioning in the ESCC, mm-hmm. and he was actually asked to pay a certain ransom before he was released. So it is not, and this is a very popular figure, just to, just to put it out there.
3: Okay. You
5: know, and it's, it's quite really sad that you would come and you're, you're, you're actually arresting based on, if you, you're not going to barge into a politician's house. You know to make certain arrests you will show them the warrants and i think every citizen should be treated equally the fact that someone is a, is, is an entertainer or the fact that someone is a young person and you go into you, does uh-huh. that give you the right to go into the hotel room to do whatsoever you want to do because the person is quote and unquote or un, not un, 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 un important in society these are things we are trying to address equality is essential to good governance you don't Try to make you know so-called intelligence out of whatever it is that you you, you sort of have claimed to, to to receive. As the lawyer put it out there, investigation it should not. I mean, it's something that should be properly done before you even arrest somebody, and even after you've made your arrest, make certain investigations before you even start. You know, you know, um, doing what 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 is not. So I, I'm just trying to really keep my cool. It's unfortunate we don't have objective leaders in our, in our place of power, and I think they should. Be a, a, a this this be a certain poll from this discussion needs to be a certain poll to probe such an such a person even entering such seats as as, as media head. Thank you. Thank
0: you very much for calling, Timmy. Uh, Israel, I have to come back to you in a situation where an innocent person gets raided. Now, Mr. Wajarin says, "Oh, that's a, it's a one-off; it's not a trend." But in a situation where an innocent person gets raided and their rights are abused, what recourse do they? They Have for getting redress,
1: That is Uh, the uh person who was wrongfully arrested can mm-hmm. you know seek what they call um redress in court again, okay. For so, you know, you know, with when you take a closer look at how arrests are executed in Nigeria, you know that. It's always indecorous in many ways. Like the right of the person, the right to the of a human person,
3: Mm. of
1: that suspect is not respected at all. And that is not how an arrest should be, you know, executed or effected at any time. So the so called arrested person can sue for the breach of his uh, fundamental rights in court, right to privacy the dignity of human person where the person was you know incarcerated for a very long time without any trial wrongfully can also sue for um uh, breach of his right to freedom, to, uh, to liberty mm-hmm. and also to for damages ask for compensation and um you know ask for what's call it called the uh, the law enforcement agency to, you know, publicly apologize. I know that many listeners at home would say that, yeah, this Nigeria, these things are, you know, have to come back. But we've had instances. We've had instances where, you know, these public uh, you know, the courts are, you know, awarded damages against the law enforcement agencies for their arbitrary actions and even compel them to publicly apologise to, you know, These persons whose rights have been flagrantly abused by these uh, uh, law enforcement agencies. So, I would only advise members of the public to, you know, approach the court more so that you know to seek redress for their breaches.
0: Hmm. Now, we've heard the EFCC tell hotel owners that they're liable for prosecution if they willfully harbor fraudsters or help them, right? And I want to come back to, to that particular question. You heard how Wilson answered that question. But my thing is, what's the test here? How do you differentiate between a hotel that is turning a blind eye or helping fraudsters and a hotel that is simply unaware because the staff are minding their business and not to invading their guests' privacy, Israel? Yeah, definitely.
1: Like I said before, that, how hotels carry out their operation. The uh, oh, person comes, you know, peace at the reception for uh, lodging for the whatever period, and without any extra, you know, questions asked. It's very embarrassing. If you Sandra, for example, goes, mm-hmm. you set out to you know, lodge somewhere and they start asking you questions like, hey, "Are you coming here to carry out?" These things are, you know, these things stand logic on its head. Mm-hmm. They stand logic on its head. Mm-hmm. However, where instances where okay, you know, this duty of ensuring law and order, we all have this uh, duty. We all have this obligation. Where you know that, yes, yeah, this person is actually committing an unlawful act, you can alert whatever the uh, law enforcement agent. Hmm. But, you know, internet crime is not such that, you know, it is done with all sorts of uh, loudness, so to speak. It is done secretly. You can't, this is, you can't even tell that someone is, a, a, is an internet fraudster in code from his looks these days. So the fact that uh, the ESCC and the ESC chairman are trying to, you know, lump the uh, hotel owners into the uh, liability bracket, just laziness on their part to, you know, actually uh, oversee crime that they've been saddled with, uh, statutory.
0: Hmm. Okay, let me go to WhatsApp where we have a few comments. Uh, Anonymous says, can EFCC arrest me after confirming that I'm not their suspect? They were actually after my brother. They had no warrant. I was arrested by the EFCC that morning and forced to write a statement under duress and then detained till evening before I was released. Well, according to what Israel is saying, uh, they cannot do that. Yes, Israel?
1: Yeah, uh, the the law that... The procedural criminal legislation that the ESEC acts, that the Administration of Criminal Justice Act, specifically says that you cannot arrest a person in the place of another person. Arrest in lieu is prohibited by law. Hmm. Do you get me? Because, like I said before, crime is personal. Crime is personal. You can't say because you, you can't get someone, you arrest his brother, you arrest his sister. Mm-hmm. No. You are, except if that person also committed a crime alongside the person, then you can say, okay, you are arresting the person. But you can't arrest the person in the place of another. Arrest in lieu is unlawful. So, like, how the caller, the scenario, the... Uh, the, uh, the listener. The caller, you know, told us now, mm-hmm. it's a very, very wrong form of arrest.
0: Okay, we've got Kunle from uh, New Okoba and who says, even with a warrant from a court of competent jurisdiction, law enforcement agency operatives must announce their presence and purpose before acting on the court order. If you break into my house unannounced, you will be fatally shot. Um, uh, All right. And then he goes on to say something uncomplimentary about Mr. Wilson. Kunle, thank you very much for your message uh, on WhatsApp. We've got more people who are sending us messages on WhatsApp. Um here's this one The hoteliers know these fraudsters. They give them accommodation because of the money they collect from them for staying in their hotels. Many people have died due to the activities of these fraudsters, TJ from Lecky says. TJ, thank you very much. Sandra, your self-control is legendary. The PR guy for EFCC clearly showcases that EFCC is hostile to the immediate community it serves. Again, Sandra, keeping your cool with his deafening arrogance is seriously commendable. Uh, keep up the good work. Thank you so much, Ayo Deji from Calgary. Uh, more messages here. John is in Dallas, Texas, and he says the EFCC spokes guy. Uh, this is why. Is, this is why. So um, if you hear me reading messages like this, j- just know that I'm editing a lot of things that are said in the messages. Uh, this is why nothing works in Nigeria. You're there to serve the people. When the presenter asks questions, he turns around and asks her questions. Uh, doesn't he know the law? that's why when I come to Nigeria I don't like seeing law enforcement agencies some of them are crooks Goke from the UK says arrest before investigation is absolutely wrong and unconstitutional typical policing attitude in the country. Uh, Mrs. Sandra thank you for the questions. Nigeria police doesn't know how to do investigation. sometimes they believe that they are all in all if it were abroad they will still study the suspect for as long as they can before going after a suspect but our own here will just burst into your apartment and be asking who is Sususu so, so, so and so, or where is Sususu so, so, so and so? We're still far. That's a message from Pastor Oluwasami Abiodun. Oluwasami, thank you so much for your message. Cyril from India says, uh, Why? Does Nigeria give vital jobs to people who have selfish interests? Uh, This reminds me of the last ma boss that you had as well. Well, good evening, Sandra. May God continue to bless you in all you do. I think EFCC should upgrade to professionalism. Back in India, when their CBI comes for arrest, they must have concluded their investigation before coming. And once they come, there's something they come with that will beep them into the exact room, the person. Is They don't bag anybody. We need to learn Cyril from India with that message. Cyril, thank you so much for sending us your message. 99.3, hello. Hello. Hello, good evening, ma'am. Good evening, sir. What's your name? My name is Laval. Welcome, Lawal. From Ajayguni. Good to have you on the show.
6: On the restaurant, are they going to print the person's name on it or just print any blank?
0: Okay, I'll have to ask Israel that. Israel, will they print your name on the arrest warrant, or they'll just show you any warrant?
1: Yes, the the for an arrest warrant should definitely uh, consist of something. Do you get me? So, before before, so a valid arrest warrant issued by any valid um, authority should contain the name of the alleged offender, the order directing the law enforcement agent to arrest the offender, okay. then a concise statement of the alleged offense, then the date of the issue of the warrant, then the signature of the issuing authority. So these are five cogent things that must be in the warrant. It goes beyond just saying, "Okay, this is the warrant." Yeah, these two things are not present. Then, not the validly issued,
3: uh warrant.
0: Okay. Uh, Oluma, uh, Oluma Dedipo says, let's keep on demonizing all our security agencies. EFCC officials keeps vigil in front of my former place where I worked. They never stormed the hotel. They just kept vigil in front of the hotel for weeks until the suspect was arrested. Um, Benjamin Richards says, the, the EFCC man has shot himself and his organization in the foot. He made it clear that there's no arrest without an initial corresponding investigation how come the, uh, their, their officials did not enter a particular room or rooms in the hotel where the alleged guys lodged? They rather entered the rooms indiscriminately. Benjamin, thank you very much for your comment on Facebook. Oluma de Dipo, thank you for your comment as well on Facebook. Israel Allah, me, it's always a pleasure to have you sharing legal insights on hard facts. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. Thank you very much,
1: Sandra. It's always a pleasure.
0: Yes. And Lagos, uh, let me take more of your comments. Should I take your comments or should I take a Call. Let's see. Let's take a call that will be just one minute long. Hello. Yes. Hello. Yes, good, good, evening. good evening. What's your name, sir? I'm Charles from my channel. Hi, Charles. You got one minute? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't. I don't. know.
1: Can you can you imagine the arrogance on the tone of the spokesperson of the
2: escc That, that guy is supposed to be a Supposed to be all those IPOs in all those show area of Lagos.
1: That is what supposed
0: to be. not a spokesperson, yes, is Okay, so let's be respectful when we're talking about guests that we have on this show, and eh? we can't talk about our guests like that. Imagine if somebody comes to your house and you're talking about them like that to their face, yeah? Eh? So let's, even if we're annoyed by by things that happen during a, 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 an interview, we need to find civil. Polite ways to convey our displeasure. Uh, Mac Paul says, I cannot say what Nigerian law prescribes for sting operations, but I have heard people uh, make reference to civilized world. In America and Canada, any property damage in a sting operation is at the liability of the property owner, whether the sting yielded success or not. And really, you cannot succeed in any action against them, provided an innocent person was not killed. This is why there's something called no-knock warrant. Legals, that's all the time I have, but thank 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 you so much for being a part of this show. You can find me online as Sandra Ezequiesle. Google Sandra Ezequiesle. All my profiles will pop up. I'm back tomorrow. We'll talk about inflation and the possibility of importing it.